Welcome to episode 137 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week we play Emily is Away 2. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to another episode of Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I am your host, Michael Ruffalo, and on today's episode, I have three friends. The first is the man, the myth, the legend, Bob Barker himself, Mr. Jacob McCourt. Come on down. It has been down. so long. It has been so long since you Bob Barkered me, and I'm so happy that you did. Good. I'm glad. And I think the next person who's very glad to be here, I'm sure is one of our new hosts, and a little bit more about that in a bit, What? Katie Lesperance. Oh my goodness, you're just like leading with the heat. <laughs> I, Hello, know, thanks we, for having we, me. I'm, we're so glad to have you, and we're, we're, had to, we're glad to have you in a bigger way, and we'll get to that in just a bit. Uh, and then beyond that, the man with the, uh, with the new bags under his eyes that are well-earned, <laughs> Mr. Travis Colnut. Hello, 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 hello. And and should we let people in on why you've got some some new baggies under the eyes? I'm so tired because I have a new baby, and yay! That's, that's that's why I'm on this episode because it's only two hours. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's not because we played the last game yes. of what we're getting into today, uh, which I think should should you know we're just going to get into that right now. It is Emily is away too. This, this same group played Emily is Away 1 on episode 109 of the Left Behind Game Club, if you want to go back and watch it or listen to it. Um, but before we get into that, I, we've got a special announcement to make. And I think I, I think I did a little bit of leaking coming into this. Uh, that sounds much grosser than I intended it to. Uh, but good thing that she is a nurse. Uh, hey! Good, we are bringing... Uh, Lesbrack herself, Miss Katie Lesbrance, on as a host of the Left Behind Game Club. Uh, so that means you can expect her to be hosting more episodes, guesting on more episodes, and overall shaping the direction of the pod, dear listener. So buckle up, get ready for more of that glitzy chica. Oh my Speech! God. Oh my Speech! God. Speech! I can't. There's so much. Um, one, that, that screen name will never leave. It'll never, never leave me alone. Never. It'll follow me till my grave. Um, and as even though I'm a nurse, I'm not dealing with any of your leaking. Nobody's <laughs> leaking. None of you. Travis's baby. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah. it. He has, he's, he's it's his baby. Mustard. He, he yeah. can deal with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care of that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm really excited. Um, I was uh, and flattered excited. and honored to get the invite to join onto the pod. You know, you guys are kind of expanding the team. And um, yeah, I'm really happy to come on board. We are, we are very, very excited to have you. I don't know if anyone else can see, but Jacob just double fist pumped uh, <laughs> back and forth. He was either boxing with, uh, with an invisible ball above his head or he was very, very excited to have you join the team. And it was, I think it's it probably both. the latter. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess it's both. I guess it's both. (laughs) Jacob is is a man to multitask. Recording a pod is not enough. So without further ado, let's let's let everyone know what we're we're talking about today. We are talking about Emily is Away 2, developed by Kyle Seeley and published by Kyle Seeley on Microsoft Windows, Mac OS X, Linux, all the fine PC places to play it. 
originally released in May 26th of 2017. Uh, but before we get into the details of that game, let's get into the gauntlet. Dong. Thank you. Thank. Oh man, I don't even have to like cue Jacob up now. He just knows to <laughs> we're hit on it. it, baby. There we're we on go. Baby. Okay, we're we're flying. Uh, we're gonna do the gauntlet with Mr. Travis Colnut. Oh my god. So that god. way you can all get to know him a little bit better if you have not heard his dulcet tones on previous episodes. Um, <laughs> let's let's get into it. Okay. The first one. Uh, have you ever pretended to get to be sick to get out of playing something or sorry to get out of something so you could play a game instead? No, I'm a good boy. Wow. I don't, <laughs> I this don't call in yes. sick. I don't call in sick. I don't lie. I don't do any of that stuff. Never. So, did you drink in high school? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How dare his, you his, question his, his child. Yes, I did. I don't lie. I don't lie. Yes, I did. But okay. I was role playing as Evelyn. Okay, I had to. Ask. Wow, wow, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Okay, next, next up on the gauntlet is uh, what is your earliest gaming memory? Hmm. You know what? My parents had gotten me an N- uh, no, sorry, a Super Nintendo when I was really young, and I think I had like a Super Mario All Stars that had all of like it had like one, two, three Yoshi and. Uh, there might oh the secret uh, the lost levels too on that thing mm-hmm. um and uh so I had that and I also had Donkey Kong Country one and so like platforming was like my like kind of in to like gaming and that's probably the earliest games that I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's the answer to this. But what game have you spent the most hours on? <laughs> Actually, no, probably it's Animal Crossing New Horizons. Get out of here. Let's be real. <laughs> Which Animal Crossing? New Horizons? <laughs> the newest one. Yeah, New Horizons. Wow. Yeah, because I honestly, I mean, any if it's going to say series, it's probably Animal Crossing because I have, I usually will play that like every day, check in for 20 minutes or, you know, half an hour every so often. But the last one really like I, I took off with that one. That one's probably the most that I've ever played. Wow. wow. I thought okay. for sure you were going to say Metroid Fusion, to be honest. Uh, yeah. yeah I, th- you, I thought it would be a Metroid too. Well, the thing is, yeah, I've probably played Metroid, like Metroid Fusion, like enough, like over and over and over again. But if we're talking like hour count, like you're not going to get anywhere. Like I'd have to play a lot of Metroid Fusion to put in the hours that I did with Animal Crossing. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, two more questions. The next one is, what is your favorite console generation? You know what? I would probably say the time that I was probably the most, like, if I'm thinking this, like, this generation is great. Like, I I cannot complain about anything that's going on this generation. But if I were to think, like, nostalgia-wise, I think, you know, that, like, GameCube, PS2 kind of span, that's just, like, that sweet spot of, like, I'm just old enough to, like, start playing, like, you know, harder games and be more aware of gaming is like a general thing. And then I loved my little GameCube. I, I oh yeah, and like Smash Bros. Boy. Just like really getting into it. Like that's probably where it was for me. Boy, are we gonna get into just being old enough for yeah. some of these things. <laughs> Boy, are we gonna get into that. Okay. And the last one, and for me, I think this is the most interesting one. What is your most controversial gaming opinion, Mr. Nicest Man in the World, Travis Coleman? I'm, saying, I'm trying to think of like, do I have a controversial uh, gaming opinion yeah i'm sure you do about some game within a series that you like like yes. it, like what like don't you like like metroid other m or something and everyone hates See, it okay, i don't yeah. know metroid okay yeah if you're gonna throw me under the bus like that i'm gonna 
I'll defend aspects of Metroid Other M if you're going to say that. So that's probably the most controversial because that game is like universally hated. So y'all are too good of friends that you just like call. Like I know you're controversial for that. Well. X-Men the arcade game is the best game ever made. Is that another controversial You know what? I, give me those X-Men fighting games. Give me those like X-Men Next Dimension, like Mutant Academy. Oh my God. Like those, that's that GameCube PS2 era. That's like okay. where I'm looking right. for. Yeah. We, I think we've got a better understanding of who Travis is. Uh, but without further ado, let's hop into Emily is Away 2. Uh, again, this collectively, this group of people played Emily is Away, the original uh, a, a couple of years ago, episode 109. Uh, check it out. It's uh, it's It'll give you some context for this one. Um, but let's start with the fast pitch. What is this game? Jacob, you first. Uh, I would like to say that this is uh, Emily is Away 1, um, but at the advent of social media. Oh, a little bit of face nook. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie, <laughs> Katie, what is... Emily is away in your one second description of a game. Uh, lessons. One sentence. Lessons <laughs> in. Uh, uh, I was going to say something that I can't say on this podcast. Uh, uh, say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> it'd be lessons in uh, choosing your friends and apparently. Oh, and guarding your chat log. Lessons in guarding wow. your chat log, I guess. <laughs> true, true. Okay, and uh, Travis, what is what is your one sentence summary? Revisiting websites from fifteen years ago and getting lost in YouTube or you YouTube over YouTube. and over and over again. I made this game way YouTube. way longer than it needed to be. Okay, okay. That's that. You know what? Depending on where you put the commas there, that's a one sentence description. <laughs> Um, and I will keep this nice and short and sweet. I will say this is a friend zone simulator. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, you win. You won. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Let's next hop into the time capsule. Jacob, can you give us some context of what it was like when Emily is Away 2 came out? Because this game does does such a great job at, you know, being a time capsule in itself. Uh, yeah, so uh, I want to tell you first about the games that came out around this title, just so you can get your, your brain in a good place. Uh, games that came out on the literal same day as Emily is Away back on May 26, 2017, uh, Friday the 13th, the game, uh, as well as Rhyme, the PC console game, if, if you're familiar. Some other stuff that came out around the release of that game in the same month, uh, the last episode of Season 3 of The Walking Dead, Fire Emblem Shadow of Valencia for 3DS, Injustice 2, and some stuff that came out a little further than that, Persona 5, Ukulele, What Remains of Edith Finch, Prey, and The Last Guardian, which came out actually at the end of 2016. Crazy. Um, so just to get you get you in the, in the mindset of like, these are the video games that came out at the same time. Uh, I want to remind myself on the last episode that we did, the Emily is Away show, I said I need to watch a kind of funny stream of this game because they played it drunk and it's supposed to be very good. So I'm now going to do that having played this game. Good. Uh, I guess I want to ask a question to the crew before I tell you about uh, the Grammys from 2007. <laughs> um, do you like visual novels? Uh, I think we, we didn't really get to that the last time that we did a podcast like this. So I want to know, like, do you love these this type of game? Because I think that if you don't like them, it might turn you off. Let's start with our new host, Katie. So um, I feel like this is a kind of a blind spot for me. 
I I love like a good walking sim that tells a great story, but visual novels. What are like the most popular visual novels? Because I can't even think like what what define like I know it defines a visual novel, but like what are the big ones? I'm trying to think. I'm so with you, like in every capacity. Like Jacob's like, do you like visual novels? I'm like, ah, was this a visual Cause, novel? Because like, if it does- was, maybe, but probably not. I think that's yeah. my answer. I don't think I've really played many. I would be open to it. I'm open to most things. Like I'll play any kind of game, but I don't think I have any big history with visual novels. Travis, any I thoughts? can give you some examples before yeah, before we hand it to Travis. Okay. So he, on the Wikip- on a Wikipedia page, it, there is visual novel series that have sold over a hundred thousand copies. Here are some examples: Zero Escape. We did that one on the podcast. Professor Layton, um, Had a Full Boyfriend, Danganronpa, Ace Attorney. Uh, those are some good examples. Um, have you played any of those? I've I have touched played those. No visual novels. I have played <laughs> Emily is Away, <laughs> the original, Great, and two. But I like them, so I'm going to have to explore more of them, apparently. Travis. Yeah, I would say I have I've not played anything other than this and the previous one, but I'm not opposed to it. I just, uh, I think it's just... It's just a timing thing for me. And I think I, for some reason, I don't know why I get visual novels and like walking sims kind of confused because they both kind of tell a story at the same time. And so like, narrative driven. Yeah, it's just narrative driven. So like when I think that I'm thinking other games that I've played that I like a lot. So and I love like walking sim kind of games. So I would assume I'd like it. I just I, I don't think I've like played too many of them. I and see. I've played a lot of them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Mike, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. no. OK. Interesting. Tell me. Tell me, what games of those have you played, and why? what is it about them that you like? Not why do you okay, like them. Okay, so I played the original Ace Attorney. I played the original Danganronpa. Um, I have played uh, all three of the Zero Escape games, uh, and on my list of stuff to play, um, I want to play 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. I want to play Police Knots, which is Hideo Kojima's first game in 1994. Hmm. It is a visual That's novel. That's a visual novel? Yeah, it just got like fans translated to English from my understanding. From my understanding, there's some stuff in it that doesn't work in 2020, but all in <laughs> all, it's actually a pretty good game. Uh, and then Hotel Dusk, which came out on 3DS. I don't know if you remember that one. You held it like a book, and you actually like oh. played through it like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, yeah. I guess I will say I have touched those games, but those games have not touched me. Uh, <laughs> i not interested. Not interested. They do not do anything for me. But this game... This game hurts me in ways that few games can. Uh, here's another thing that hurts. Do you guys want to talk about the 2007 Grammys? Oh, sure. And it's, you know, it's relevant, I don't I understand. Swear. I, I love talking Grammys. But let's go for it. Love it. Uh, because the music in this game is just like 2007. And you have, we're going to get into it. But you have one partner or one potential fling, I guess, who likes punk music and one who likes alternative music. So I just want to put everyone in the mindset and say, around this time, here were the best songs according to the Grammys in 2007. (laughs) For rock, Danny California, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Chasing Cars, Looking for a Leaner, Neil Young, Somebody Baby, Bob Dylan, When You Were Young, The Killers. Two of those songs are in this game. And then, in alternative, um, we've got, you know, Gnarls Barkley, The Arctic Monkeys, The Flaming Lips, The Yeah Yeahs, Tom, Tom York. So getting you in the mindset of the music that comes out at this time before we talk about it in depth. Man. Um, Mikey, uh, before we jump into the game in depth, uh, why don't you read some of these reviews from the press that talked about 
Emily's Way 2. Let's do it. Yeah. So a little bit about how this game was received at the time. The first is from DualShockers, which liked this game so much, they gave it a 95 out of 100. They say, like its predecessor, I'm unlikely to ever forget Emily is Away 2. What developer Kylie Seeley has created is a great reminder that excellent immersive storytelling is relying on only two things, a unique idea and the vision and passion to see that idea materialized. The next is Destructoid, which gave it a 70 out of 100. Emily is Away 2 is basically the first game expanded beyond a simple gimmick. It may not be the best piece of interactive fiction ever created, but quality of life changes to the original formula make the journey feel more personal for individual players. There are multiple endings that really seal the deal, meaning you're in for heartbreak or ever ask, everlasting love. And then Eurogamer gave it a general recommended. They said, Emily is Away 2 is a choose-your-own-adventure masquerading as a knockoff instant messenger from the early 2000s. For a certain subset of people, it'll also be a dizzyingly nostalgic, invoking memories of staying up late, exchanging music, and hoping no one shouts at you to free up the phone line. <laughs> Holy cow. Holy cow. So this game, you know, in my in my reading of some of these reviews, is, is pretty spot on with how I feel about it, which was very similar to Emily is Away 1, but expands upon it in ways that makes you feel less like a creepy stalker, um, generally received well. How do, you, how do you guys feel? Do those line up with your with your experience? Yeah, uh, pretty much. It, it is. It's Emily is away. And they've added some things that I was trying to remember uh, because it, the elements that they kind of added in felt super novel. And I was wondering, I didn't remember. I'm like, this wasn't in the first one. Like we didn't have, was you? Did they have YouTube? No, no. Right. So at, at first, it kind of um, as soon as that opened up, they kind of give you links, and you could click on them, and they'll open things up in your whatever browser, whatever internet browser is your default browser, opens up to a page like designed for the game and or in chat logs that you can download to your own desktop, and Holy it cow. kind of just made it bigger. And it made it more expansive and more interesting to kind of uh, mess around with. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was super interesting. I I don't remember if it was Emily or Evelyn who will, will tell you who those are in, in just a minute. Uh, but at one point they asked like, hey, I'm going to send you this chat log. Can you look at it? And they said, and I'm like, where is it? Like I actually yeah. typed to them, <laughs> where is it? And she's like, oh, just look on your desktop. And I was like, what is this video game? <laughs> It's like I, a more modern, like um, Metal Gear Solid, when they're like, "It's yes. on the disc case. Just check the disc case." Yes, and you're like, "Oh, it's outside of the ex- precise game. Like it's it's kind of stretching out and reaching into other areas." That was really cool. I got to be honest, I didn't realize until I was completely done the game and I was looking at my desktop that I found them. Oh, like no. <laughs> when it said I downloaded them, and I was looking within the client, and I was like, ah, "I'm missing something." Or I'm not actually supposed to see this, but I'm just supposed to pretend that I can. And just, I rolled with it. And when I found them on my desktop, my my head was spinning. I was like, this is crazy. This is an insane thing. trying to exit the chat. And it's like, you're unsaved data. And I was like, wait, if I exit out, because I'm thinking I have to close the chat log. And I'm trying to exit out. But like, really, that would like exit the current chapter that I'm in, like in the game. So I almost exited out and lost like my progress at that point without realizing that it was like you know, the real desktop like behind the thing which is super interesting absolutely jacob why don't you set us up with who the characters are and what what we're what we're basically tasked with here 
Yeah, so uh, unlike Emily is Away 1, which was set over a few different years, uh, this game is actually set in one year, I believe between 2006 and 2007. It is your senior year of high school, uh, grade 12 if you are Canadian, uh, and you are speaking through ICQ, or for my Canadians, MSN Messenger, uh, to principally, actually only to two girls, uh, Emily and Evelyn. Uh, Both of these girls are very different uh, in the music they like, their perspective on life, um, their current relationship statuses, and their relationships to uh, you as the the protagonist, who is, you you name yourself. Uh, And it's told over, I believe, five chapters. And in each of those chapters, it just moves the story forward from like summer to fall to spring to summer and then off to to right before university. Yeah. So uh, I think is there the year. I yeah, I would just say the year is I think starting in 2006 and goes until 2007. So just to just to give you a moment in place where all of this comes from, it is quite a pivotal moment in technology. I think we'll get into that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to know how you played it. I think it's not really like either PC or Mac. I played it on PC through Steam. Yeah, same. Same Z's. PC through Steam. Yeah. Done. Easy. 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 It although I think we should also say it feels like Windows XP. Uh yeah. In, yeah. in every way. The aesthetic, you when you log into the game and play for the first time, you pick your essentially pixel art version of the Windows XP background. Yeah. And which quote unquote theme you wanted. If you if you were a Windows XP user, you remember there were a couple different themes that were available. There was even a orange black and pink zoom theme back oh when that God. launched um oh so yeah there there were some interesting themes uh and all of the sounds sound like a modem dialing up it sounds like everything you remember from windows xp and it sounds like my heart being broken um <laughs> so yeah without further ado uh let's let's hop into it uh jacob what happens in chapter one well i think the the more important question is uh, what is your screen name? Oh. Because in Emily is Away 1, we each shared what our screen names were, and they were period appropriate. Um, but I don't know if we did the same thing here, because I didn't. Instead of being Banjo Jake 112, um, which I like Banjo Kazooie, uh, my friends made some uh, really inappropriate comments about what I did 112, t- 112 times a day. Wow. Sexual in nature. Really awful. Uh, teenagers are they're the worst. Yeah. Uh, this time I just went with my kind of online sobriquet, if you will. The Busted, uh, busted Wonder? Wonder. Oh, baby. Oh, that's me, wonder. baby. Oh, my gosh. MCC Jaco. <laughs> that's me. No, not that one. Not Maybe that one? the next game. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, back Blitzy in high Chica? school, when you logged in, when you logged in, it was like, at, we're all from the same school board, Katie, Travis, and I. So to log in, it used to be the last four of your last name, or first four of your last name, first four of your first name. So I would be Meko Jacko. Travis would be Cole Trav. Yeah. And Katie would be Les P- KT without the E. <laughs> no, Kate. Oh, Kate. Kate. Oh, right. Your birth name is Kate. Caitlin. No, it's not. It's Caitlin. Come on, Jacob. Yeah. I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Anyway. Okay. Now, next on the screen names list, I think we have to go to Glitzy Chica herself. Oh, God. Uh, what, did, what did you use for the uh, I for just the went with Les- Lesby. Oh. Just changing Lesby. it up. Not yeah. role-playing. Not uh, role-playing your younger self. No, I don't okay. know what it. Honestly, I don't even know what it was. Like that I think was my I remember email. your email. That was my email, but I don't know what my. I said screen name was. I don't even know. I'm not gonna. Really... I'm. 
I'm gonna blanket blanket out here. I'm not gonna dox you on on this podcast. <laughs> your, your email was kt underscore lesbrons three two one at hotmail. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. And you too, listener, can like- find out if you pay for our Patreon. <laughs> you, you can find out and get exclusive access. That sounds like an email I abandoned years ago. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that my username was the roof is on fire, uh, which happened to be the username and very first email that I had. Uh, the roof is on fire at simpatico.ca. Um, so, yeah, if anyone can get access to that, have fun. Have fun because I can't. Um, Travis, what was your what was the screen name that you went with? I stuck with the same one that I used the last game, which was 47, which was an, a user ID that I used on comic book resources, which is an, like a comic book form. And I used that to talk about X-Men around this time period. And because I think for MSN, I just literally used Travis. And I was like, well, I guess I'll use 47 again, which is also an alias Jennifer Garner reference. But yeah, oh. it is. Yeah. <laughs> not a Hitman reference. No, 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 no. Alias all the way. Alias all the way. Kay. That's right. Good to know. Good to know. Um, Starting chapter one, you pick your profile picture, which everyone had one, and you build out your profile, which often included different quotes from different songs. It uh, it picked up different movie quotes uh, and, you know, just just life sayings. Um, But before we get into any of that, I do want to know how you built that. But I have a couple of questions for you. The first is, what was your favorite type of music? Was it... uh, Punk, alternative, or hip hop? Like generally, or like in this game? No, in the game. In the oh, game. okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's funny because I kind of I don't mind. I like punk and I like alternative. You have to pick one. <laughs> That's the thing about this game. It is no, so binary. They're like, no, no, what do you like? No man. And I therefore, up, you- yeah, yeah. I did pick alternative for like both of it, but I didn't dislike any of the punk songs that Evelyn was giving me. I was just like, I like this. Travis, you don't know. As a teenager, you have very strong opinions and you can only like one thing. And the thing that everyone else likes, you can't like. It's That's just true. the and, rules. I'm sorry. And to break also, <laughs> if that punk song is not actually punk enough punk, then it is a pop song <laughs> or an alultenative song. Yeah. And you are a poser. And I that's feel not like punk the windows all. between these two songs, like types of genres of music are very, very thin. And I was like, this is punk. This is alternative. No wonder I had no friends. Do you like <laughs> vanilla or French vanilla? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Because the others for losers. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, ro- okay. I rolled with punk. Okay. Good to know. Which I've always been do. a big punk fan. So. I rolled with alternative because at this wow. point, and what's funny is in the game, like uh, one of the last chapters had graduation by Kanye West. Yeah. And I think that album was the album that turned me on. That to was hip-hop. the turning point for you. That was the literal turning point in my musical like adoration. Yeah. And so I started alternative, but I'm like, where did hip hop do? Wow. Flashing Good to know. lights. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So this brings me to the bigger question that I was trying to get at, which is, did you role play this game? Or did you create your own character? You know, did you did you create a character to play through this, or did you play through this as an adolescent version of you? I'll go first. I try. I started by playing by role playing this, and then it hurt so much. I started fixing the mistakes that I made as a as a kid. I gotta be honest. Just gotta be honest. I just I I was like I gotta fix my mistakes, and we'll I guess we'll get into that. Jacob, what'd you do? 
I did it a little differently than you in that I don't think I went in with a particular style, which is actually really weird for me because usually I have a like role play in mind. The Big Bad Wolf. Um, Big Bad Wolf. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good series. Um, but I could feel myself like falling back into old patterns because I recognize being in the friend zone uh, really well. And what's funny, and I hope that neither of them listen to this, but I was friend zoned by both an Emily and an Evelyn. <laughs> so this was uh, retreading some real great territory for me. Do I know one of them? Nope. Let's not talk about it. Katie, <laughs> okay. how about you? <laughs> nope. Hard pass. Nope. Um, I, I kind of played it like a adolescent for me. Um, yeah, I just, I, I was like, yeah, I like, I like punk. I liked punk then. I still like punk. I was like, yeah, I'll go with punk. Um, and also I, the first person who asked me the question was the person who really liked punk. So she's like, oh, what do you like? I was like, yeah, I like punk. So I was like, I'm in. But I, but if, if it was just like in a list, I'd be like, I don't know. But I, again, like Travis said, I kind of liked, I have a broad range yeah. of, of likes. So so I ended up going with punk and I was like, yeah, actually that kind of suits um, where I was at the time. So I kind of ended up doing adolescent me. It's okay. weird because I feel like I said I liked both to both of them. I can't remember exactly, but like... Are you people pleaser? Yeah, I, honestly, if we're going to say, did I role play? No, I didn't because I played as a people pleaser, which is me to a T. So I pretty much played myself and maybe it was a younger you version of myself. Yeah, I played... <laughs> um, but yeah, I pretty much played like as myself, but I trying to be the ultimate friend and then... Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> I can I can only imagine. Okay, so now let's get into building the profile. Uh, the first picture I used was a Gears of War icon. Uh, nice. I, I don't remember what lyrics I quoted, but boy, you could bet that they were alternative as hell. And uh, then it, it was always... Okay, I got to be honest. Like I, I role-played this, so it was always um, alternative uh, lyric, uh, pretentious film, uh, and then dark quote about life. Pretentious film gets me. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. Define a pretentious film from that era for me. Look. It Did would, you like The Departed? Jacob, like, what's, let's what's just pretentious? be honest. You, would, you wouldn't even know. You, you, would, you wouldn't oh! like it. You wouldn't know. Is oh! it a French film? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like, oh, look. I like David the Fincher ultimate. films. Jacob, you're okay? not cultured yeah, at all. I, I yeah. like David Fincher films. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> okay. You like the ultimate pretentious okay? response. You like 300. I've never I, watched 300. I, I don't believe that. I believe you are listening that this is Sparta Techno Remix and kicking people <laughs> into holes. Can you cover that for me real fast? I cannot, but it's in the game. You can find it. It is. Uh, YTMD, man. That's it. Um, what did your profiles look like? Did you have a, a certain thing that you went with, a certain recipe? So now that you say this, I'm like, oh, no, I didn't like specifically role play. I was just like, no, what do I like? What did I like at the time? So, so there was what a, I had some I had some Sims, too. I had a lot of Harry nice. Potter. Um, but then I had like some Amy Winehouse and I was like, but that's not punk. But I was like, screw them. They mm. can't tell me what to do. I like Amy Winehouse. It doesn't matter if it's not punk. So, yeah, I did some of that. I did Lost. I had the Lost uh, Dharma initiative yep. logo. Katie, like, good grief. <laughs> is it the same? Did we just basically do the same? Sims 2 and the Dharma Initiative one were definitely two of the icons yes. that I used. <laughs> I think the other one was like the Lincoln Park uh, symbol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, 
I think I might have reused Linkin Park in the last year because I don't recall what I don't think there was one in the last year that I knew anything about. So similar to you, Katie, I also had some conflict. I had a Lupe Fiasco lyric because I really loved the cool when that came out. And I was like, but this doesn't vibe with the rest of my uh, thing. And, you know, that's who I was back then. So, uh, Jacob, what did you do? Yeah. Living my best Uh, life all the time. I went with the phrase uh, album, How to Save a Life, because I actually really like that album. Not as much as Snow Patrol, which was in the first game, I think, and is also in this game. Uh, but, you know, we're vibing. We're vibing. Good, 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 good. Okay, so, uh, Jacob, I feel you're better prepared to do this than just about any of us. Uh, what happens in the setup of this game? What happens chapter by chapter? Um. Well, I think it's probably best if we set up, like, each of the two characters and kind sure. of who they are from the limited information that you know about them. Uh. I don't want to oversimplify, but Emily seems like the girl next door, and Evelyn seems like the punk goth girl that maybe nobody talks to. Is that a fair assessment of both of them? I hate to be so, like, putting them in a box, but here's here's the box I made for them. Emily seems like she could be a cheerleader, mm-hmm. and uh, Evelyn seems like she was an emo kid, you know? I don't know where on the scale of emo kid, but she definitely seems like she was an emo kid. I feel like she really wanted to be a cool emo kid. Yes. Like, I feel like uh, that's where, I mean, we'll get into it. But I felt like at first I did not know where I was going to sit because I was like, well, there's two of them. And who am I going to talk to more? And who do I like more? And at first I was kind of like even split and I didn't know. And then the more that I, I, I realized I felt like I was trying to be cool to Evelyn, like I was trying to pass a test. Right. Like of coolness. <laughs> and I was like, I don't I, I feel like I'm trying to appear a certain thing to Evelyn or that she even wants me to appear to be a certain thing. And if I wasn't, then she would be like, oh, you're not cool enough. So then I was like, ah, I'm done with this. Um, so that's that. kind of my read of Evelyn is that she's like trying to be cool. And she's like wants, you know, there's like a certain um, characteristic set that is that is cool to her whereas emily is more like just chilling she wants you to be her friend and she wants you to be nice and loyal and like someone she can talk to and hang out with but see evelyn is that type of person that like makes me want to have her like me right like that's the problem is like she may be trying to be cool but i'm like you're so cool please like me i'll like anything you like it doesn't matter right like it she just has that (laughs) vibe where like it just comes across as like a confident and like she like for someone who like she may be not confident, but for someone with less confidence than her, you're looking at her and you're like, "You're so cool, please like me." And it's <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry no, for that all the was... ways you were hurt, Travis. Yeah, <laughs> it brings back the demons, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it does. Um... <laughs> but I relate yeah. to that. Just to be just to yeah. be honest, like I re- like I related to reading that and feeling like, man, she really wants me to answer the same way she wants me to answer that mm-hmm. i like the same thing she likes it felt like i was pressured into it yeah in, in some ways and i maybe it was just good writing but it really did feel that way um the two other characters that need to be talked about here are the i guess significant others of emily and evelyn or at least the boys that they talk about um jeff and steve um they all kind of occupy the same school space School space. They're classmates. Uh, oh wow! Uh, and I believe Jeff dates uh, Emily. Jeff dates Emily, and, and Steve. Steve dates Evelyn. Yes, Steve. We we don't like Steve, but um, they both kind of have their own 
stuff. Katie, I, sorry, go ahead. We don't like Jeff either. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't I like understand Jeff. why. What? <laughs> Jeff has the best taste in music. I don't know what? if you ever went okay. to his profile. No, no, you didn't read the chat log. That's This is where no, the no, problem I did, lies. I, did, I, did, I didn't until the end, but let's be honest. Like, if when you looked at all of their profiles, Jeff always had the best music in his. Like, out of all of them, he just always had the best. I was like, yeah, dude, this guy's listening to Mogwai, and everyone else is, like, listening to Trash. And I was like, this guy's got it. Oh my I want to hang out with Jeff. Yeah, I don't know, But man. he's a bad but- dude, though. Like, he, you read the chat log. He was trying yeah, to pressure look, M into doing stuff. I agree. Look, I agree with you. I'm not defending that. I'm just saying he had the best taste in music. Fair. <laughs> Which meant he was Katie's- the best person. <laughs> Katie, sorry, go ahead. Uh, the the why are why are all of the teenage boys in both Emily is away and Emily is away too not great? Can nobody have a like nice, uh, significant other? The why? answer is that they are teenage boys. Yeah, <laughs> and true. the ones that aren't get friend zoned. So That's true. No You're like nice I'm nice. Other. Yeah, I'm, I'm right nice here. One. Yeah, <laughs> talk to me. Oh my god, I don't have feelings for you. Um, though, is it fair to say the first two chapters are really just like set up? It's yeah. like, really yeah. setting set up. up Emily, Evelyn, and the boys. And I think yeah. the important thing that comes in those setup chapters is you talk with both Evelyn and Emily about what you want in life. Mm-hmm. You, you you lay out. They say, "Hey, this is what I want. What do you want?" And uh, you can either say, "Hey, yeah, that sounds good. I want what you want." <laughs> <laughs> or you can say like I don't know, or I I know what I want, and it's not what you want. It's different, and you bear the risk of not being with them. Mm-hmm. And there's this I don't know why I felt this pull right at the beginning, but I felt the pull that I wanted to be liked by both of them. I mm-hmm. felt like an awkward teenage boy playing this, where I was like I I have no idea, but I just I want you to like me. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it it made me feel like I wanted to answer things that I didn't know. And in fact, I flipped my answers talking from one to the other, not because I actually felt one way uh, and lied about it, but only because I was I was I put myself in a teenage boy's shoes and I'm like, I have no idea what I want. What you're saying sounds good. And then when the other one says it, I was like, yeah, that sounds good, too. I'd be down for that. (laughs) There was no strong feeling there. Yeah, like. See, and I felt the same way where I was like pulled by Evelyn, where I was like, you're so cool. Like, I want to, I want you to like me. And then I realized like Emily was very much like the type of girl. It's weird. Evelyn's like, she was like the hot, cool chick to me. Like the hot, like, like punk chick that like didn't give a, like didn't care about anyone at all. And that, that was the vibe I got where Emily was such a girl next door type that i also was like oh you're nice but also you're kind of a mess and i mean evelyn was too but she was just she just seemed more adult and more like Mm -hmm. but i think that made evelyn feel less obtainable where emily to me felt more obtainable i didn't make an active choice between the two but it was definitely a weird like oh i'm kind of gravitating towards evelyn early on and then it was like this abrupt turn towards emily later on in the game for me See, Travis, it's funny. I had the exact opposite of you. Interesting. Where I felt I felt an attraction, or I felt like a like I should be gravitate myself towards Emily. But just through conversations, I ended up like going towards Evelyn. And there's a thing that happened in my game that I think I'm sure happened to at least one other one of you. 
that I made a mistake yes. that essentially made me choose or, or said like, you now only have one option, sir. And yes. it's this. Me too. Yeah. Um, uh, same thing. I, most of the questions, I stayed with my answer for either one. Um, except for the one that was like, do you want a family? Because of the way it was phrased in either one was a little bit different and it was kind of vague and like, oh, the one was asked, do you see yourself settling down like right after college? And I was like, well, no, but that doesn't mean I don't want a family. Like, I want you as my defense attorney. (laughs) It's a vague question that is not specific. And that doesn't mean I don't want kids or I do want kids. And it was at, so so that was the one that tripped me up because also just personally, it's not something that I have a strong stance on either way. So I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. I I could have kids. And then the other one was like, well, you're going to settle down right after college. I was like, well, no, I don't have to. And then that became a whole thing. But, um, but for the Evelyn and Emily, just Evelyn just felt like she was trying too hard to be cool to me. Mm. And I just found that really, I, it, it didn't jive with me at all where I was like, no, you're trying too hard and I'm going to have to try too hard. And we're not just like, we're not just relaxed and ourselves and you're talking about how cool you are and how you're partying so hard. And I was like, all right, whatever. You're, you, this is too much for me. Like I, you're too high maintenance in a weird way. So yeah. No, in I a very teenage sense. Yeah. It was like. It was like talking about alcohol, talking about parties, and I don't know how, how y'all did, but I was just basically like, yeah, I, I played myself in you some instances play. where I, I guess, I guess I did. I fell into it. I didn't intend to be myself, but I ended up falling into it because I didn't have my first drink till I was 17, I think. And so at that stage, I wouldn't have had a drink. So I said like, I don't really drink because I don't like the taste, which is it, like, I just thought Smirnoff was the only thing that you could drink when you were like 16 years old. So I'm like, Ugh, alcohol, yucky. Um, but they were also so immature. I felt mm-hmm. both of them, one more so than the other, just in like the way they were talking about like New York, for example, just being like, I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to like experience life. Like but that, that is was- such like a... 15 year old yeah. thing to do dude like, that's like, those are those are my 25 year old friends like <laughs> those are, they're still trying to escape the town that then. we grew up in because they think, but attainable then yeah yeah but that's the thing you have you those dreams why you when you're a teenager town. and you don't know what you want and you think this is the life i'm gonna craft for myself and like as an adult like 15 years removed from that you're like oh yeah that's silly but like playing this game you're like i can't jive with any of this but you just kind of like roll with it right because you're like okay you're just a kid (laughs) the other thing that stands out to me that this game is very american in that uh they have fake ids to buy alcohol and they're they're like (laughs) you know they're like seniors or whatever and it's like oh in canada that's like not a problem yeah that's (laughs) that's just not an issue um i mean uh, context in some provinces it's as low as 18 to drink so, like, even if you're doing, like, an extra year of high school, which is also a very Canadian thing, um, you could just buy alcohol if you're in, like, your thir- grade 13 or, or your senior year two, I guess. Plus, like, if it's a year, like, even, I don't know how your parents were, but, like, I Did knew you parents. Cool parents. I don't, I didn't have cool parents. No? Some of my friends oh. had cool parents. I may have had cool parents. <laughs> wow. He did. Wait, were uh, your, were, are your parents people pleasers too? Is that where you got oh, it from? Here we go. <laughs> no. no, we had some good parties at my house. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. just say. We had some had good, good party parties house. at my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I did, I did not have cool parents. I had uh, cool uh, older siblings. 
Nice. Uh, mm-hmm. I was uncool and I masked it with confidence. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm not drinking. I don't think I had my first drink until I was like 20, 20, 21, something like that. Like I was just not Whoa. drinking. I mean, like I had had, you know, a sip of beer or whatever. Like my parents would give me some at the dinner table, but like not like, you know, going to drink casually with friends. You know what? Um, you see a couple friends just, you know, vomit all over uh, the tile floor and you realize this is a little overrated. Just yep. <laughs> hey, sounds right. Sounds right. But I mean, very, very similar to Jacob, though, in that in that sense. I also role played the like, have you had sex yet? No, no. Yeah. Uh, have you or do you drink? No, no, I don't. Like I will. I'm just I was straight up. I was like, even when this is uncomfortably honest, <laughs> I will be straight up and tell you. Nope. The answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I tell a quick story about my first time drinking? Please do. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if either of you were in the car for this, but the first time I ever drank, it was Easter and I was 17 and it was in our, one of our mutual friends basements and I had like just vodka shots all night. Uh, and I was pretty drunk and then got into a car with someone who was sober, but the roads were icy. And I remember very distinctly that they, if there was black ice and they like, turn the car around like on an empty road thank god nothing happened but for a very long time i was like i can never drink it again because i almost died and this is karma coming to get me oh my god amazing <sighs> chapter three chapter three rocky relationships um is it chapter three? Oh no yeah it is go ahead. move along um this is the the i think my favorite part of the whole game just because i think it does something incredibly clever in that both, you get hints that both Emily and Evelyn are unhappy in their relationships with Jeff and Steve for different reasons. Uh, they may or may not at one point have sent you chat logs, which was like such a throwback to like be sent someone else's chat logs. I was like, what is this, a three-way phone call that I'm secretly talking about a girl and that girl's on the phone? That also didn't happen to me, wink. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, let's not go there either. Um, but essentially... Both of them want to have a conversation with you because, you know, you they've come to rely on you as a good friend about their partners doing something upsetting. And the thing that happens is mechanically, because it's such a high-pressure conversation, you have to choose and flip back and forth between the conversations, and each conversation has a timer. Mm-hmm. Someone take over and, and talk about this very okay. important part of the game. I, let me hop in here. I was so good at tabbing between and typing for both because back in the day i used to have a, a whole monitor filled with msn windows of course like you did different different windows and i it was kind of like you know those people that play multiple poker tables at the same time oh i was God. playing multiple chats at the same time and you know just tabbing between them and typing and you could see them all and you could see who's typing and you know you're ready to go to the next one in this game, if you hit tab, you go to the other chat and you just mm-hmm. have to hit one, two, or three and then mash on some keys and hit enter. And I was so good. I swear I was getting I was getting the full convo for both of them until it was essential. I think the game just knew I was very oh, yeah. good at this. They make it impossible and at they a certain point. If they're like, impossible. no, you're, this is going to come to a conclusion. You're yes. going to upset one so of them. So frustrating. So frustrating. But uh, I will end my segment here by saying uh, I chose Emily. So you chose or were forced to choose? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I, 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 look, when you know the timer's going out, you pick the one that you care more about or the, that you think oh. you care more about, right? I cared more about Emily. Her name's in the title. 
So yeah, like I, and that's the thing, the way this mechanic worked with the time limit, it very much gave me that flashback to like, when you're instant messaging in high school with your friends, you are actively sitting in front of a computer. You, that is what you are doing, right? You don't really get this sense of like time pressure anymore when you're like texting because it's your phone, right? You can put that away. You may be doing something else. There's no sense of like, well, what else are you doing? Why aren't you talking to me? Right? Also, you're an adult. Yes. And like you have other uh, things. Yes. We all have bigger concerns unless it's like a very serious conversation. Right. But if it's that serious, we're probably going to call each other. But that's the thing. It's um, like it's 11 p.m. at night. You're chatting with like two yeah. people, but you're having a serious conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that time pressure of like, I need to be on it to like answer your qu- I have to be there for you because you both want me to be there for you. It worked really, really well the way that mechanic kind of played itself out because you wouldn't have gotten, you can't get that nowadays with like text. You don't have that time pressure in the same way. Yeah, you can. I, yeah, I you guess, can. but like. You can. Like, no, like, because here's, here's the modern day equivalent for the Gen Zers. It's X person is typing on Snapchat. I, I see. It is also the three dots in the bottom of your text message. That are, that are coming up to show someone's typing and then the dots disappear in the same way that it showed on Messenger, like, right. hey, this person is typing and then, oh, something's being deleted or they stopped typing and now they're typing again. That is what the, the bouncing dots are. Yeah, it is kind of the like Gen they Zers saw this the message. Like they yeah. see that they saw the message, but they didn't respond. It is exactly. like, but you just have to be good at like, just kind of pulling down the push notification and then not <laughs> and like reading it and then like, okay, I'm not looking at that opening it right now. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what? I don't do that. <laughs> uh, I made a fatal mistake in my game. Ooh. Oh, oh no. Uh, you ended up on the wrong one. The one that you didn't want, Your character died? Right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> After what happened, I wish my character was dead because I was talking to Emily and Evelyn, and essentially they're basically saying like, hey, one of them is like, wants me to go to this party. One of them is pressuring me, blah, blah, blah. And so the thing that I did, I was flipping back and forth, but I don't think maybe, I don't know if the game tricked me or if I was not following along with who i was talking to because one of the options came up of like a the other conversation and it just didn't make sense in it was like she was talking about like going to a part or going to like uh, dating a guy and then i say oh how about that party and uh, in this case it was emily and emily said wait what are you what are you talking about are you are, are you focused on me or not yeah See, and I was forced to choose Evelyn. See, I had the same thing um, where I'm talking with Emily about her wanting to break up with Jeff. And I'm talking to Evelyn about her not wanting to talk to the guy that she kind of had a fling with a while ago. And I was quickly switching back and forth between the two screens. And the option I had for Evelyn was, so are you going to break up with him? And I accidentally clicked that. And as I'm mashing the keys to type it up, I see it happening. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just said the <laughs> wrong thing to Evelyn. And she was not, she's like, what are you talking about? Like, were you even listening to me? What else are you yep. doing? And it completely destroyed ev- everything with Evelyn. And then I was like, well, and I hadn't screwed up yet with Emily. So I guess I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going with Emily. But it was like a hard turn. <laughs> but at the same time, I was kind of like, I felt like Emily's issue was a little bit more problematic. Like there was more, mm-hmm. Emily had a more yep. severe problem. Whereas like, Okay, Evelyn's bothered by like the boy that she used to to like where like Emily's dealing with a serious issue of like someone threatening to kill themselves before they like if she doesn't want to if she wants to break up with him, right? So like I thought that was a little oh, bit more time she consuming. Did break up with him. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like she he he threatened like self-harm and it was 
very it was it felt serious to me and i was like well sorry evelyn like i kind of didn't care anyways i was trying to do both but i ended up kind of dropping evelyn in that way yeah similar thing um i had the same feelings i didn't screw up any of the answers but and but i kind of the timer was getting down much faster and i was like oh i need to end up on the right person and then i was in such like a hurry that i was like wait who am i talking to which person am I talking to right now? And then I was, I almost screwed it up and it ended up with who I did not intend to continue talking to. I almost had talked to Emily or Evelyn and then I, but no, I ended up with the right person, which you're right. Emily's was like, felt more legitimate. It felt like a more legitimate concern. It felt like we were closer, I think. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. also as soon as Evelyn was like, why aren't you listening? And she, she like, was very very angry at me for like not answering right away i was like screw you evelyn like i I, I don't care anymore like as soon as she was so angry about something like that very felt entitled. kind of um just small and illegitimate i was like okay this is i can't deal with this if you're gonna freak out if i don't answer within five seconds which so, emily would have done the same thing but it doesn't matter on on that note what did you so for me i think evelyn was talking about being really down and not feeling very good and it seemed like it was a conversation about mental health oh like yeah her she seemed depressed for sure yes yeah. absolutely yeah and like so alone it definitely didn't feel like less important or severe like honestly it felt a little bit more important but i just knew my attention was like um i'm more interested in emily right now and i might I, have only I, been reading Steve's forcing me to pick I, might I think have it might have reading... felt more important because I cared more because I it became apparent that I cared more about Emily, right? And that I was like, ah, like you'll you'll be okay, like. But the person that I I it, it kind of shows you your feelings, right? When you have yeah. to make a choice, so you're like, okay, this is my choice. It's I that might coin have, toss. I yeah. might have not have been paying attention to Evelyn enough because I may have only been catching the fact that she was like being pestered by her ex. Like I didn't clue into like, no, she felt like alone and worthless see, and, and like, I, yeah, that's shoot. That's, that's on me because I don't think <laughs> you weren't I clued, listening. I wasn't, I clearly wasn't right. And so that that's on me. And I, cause I was trying to split my time between two different people. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Travis, I think in this group, I'm the dog. And I think it's because I, it usually takes me a second to process something so because of how quick you had to move between these conversations, I don't think that I maybe processed the gravity of either of their like different scenarios that I thought it was like high school drama. Uh, even though I had the, the chat log of um, Jeff and Emily where Jeff was like, you were supposed to come over tonight. You didn't. What the hell? But I don't think it ever got to either like a dire mental health problem and a like threat of self-harm. And maybe it's just because I didn't realize what was going on because I had to move so fast between conversations. Like we're talking like four seconds at most Mm -hmm. to like choose, smash the keyboard, hit tab, go over. And they, they set you up to either fail or need to choose one person at that stage that you want to go with. So if if I'm just to summarize here, everyone here is with Emily, except me. I'm with Evelyn, right? Yeah. 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 Yours is Evelyn is away. Where, where's ours family is away. Jacob, I just, I'm just trained from work slack to be used to like <laughs> moving that quick and, you know, understanding what's being said and hammering a response. Um, so yeah, who knows? Who knows? I need to learn. I need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So now that we know we're playing Emily is away, Jacob's playing Evelyn is away and we have made our choices. Uh, what happens from here? 
Why don't we start with Emily as a way? Okay. Okay. So uh, in my playthrough, um, I I man up. You know, I don't I don't try and play it cool. I tell I tell Emily like, hey, I think you should get rid of this guy, and I think we should be a thing. You know, like I hope that when you take some time after after the breakup, like we end up together. And did you say this in did. chapter three? Uh, I don't know if it's exactly okay. in chapter three, but it's definitely like a three, four thing. Gotcha. I was just three, curious. four. I walk her through breaking up with Jeff. I say, hey, tell his parents. Yeah, same. Step away and let him know that it is it is over. Yeah. And by the way, thing. let's go out sometime. Um, and <laughs> oh, that was, that. you know, that was me fixing things for like you know preteen or teen teen mike you know um i was fixing some life mistakes there and um yeah so that's that was the extent of um of of my playthrough up until that point i don't think we want to get to the ending yet right what 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 happened for what happened for you travis i so i did the same thing where i told her that I think she should tell his parents. Like she needs to tell someone and still break up with him. But I Lots did of not. Yeah, I didn't imply that I wanted to date her at all. Okay. I, like there was none of that. Like I'm always here for you. We're really great friends. <sighs> blah, 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 blah. You know, that kind of typical like we're, we're such great friends. But also I was just like, you're going through some like harsh stuff. And I didn't want to like just jump the gun and be like, hey, I'm available. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so I did that. And that's kind of where I think. Even chapter four was a lot of like um, of that. It was just like establishing where you mm-hmm. kind of are. And at that point, I still hadn't ever mentioned any kind of feelings for her. So my chapter four was we're straight on dating and we're going to oh, prom interesting. together. You know, oh. we're going to prom. We're doing it. You know, we're doing it. Um, <laughs> it it's, you know, like it's full on. It's, yeah, like it's we went to promise friends. Like we went to promise okay. friends. Like we carpooled together, and then we had like a fun night out afterwards, where we just Aww. drove around, like Aww. and and had like a really you good were, like. You really, we were playing friend zone simulator. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like, <laughs> yeah, we went to ca- promise. We carpooled together. We were really good friends. We had a great time. Um, I don't think Evelyn in was at all messaging in this chapter. Right, there was nothing. Yeah, she, with her. she yeah. gives you the cold shoulder. Oh, yeah, the yeah. whole she does. She's she's nothing. nothing. So, yeah, so when I asked Emily to go to prom, I said, "Hey, and we should do that as a couple." Interesting. Like, we should do that, and she's like, "Does that mean I can call you my girl?" Or I can say I'm your girlfriend. He's like, "No, but I can call you my girlfriend." And we just became a thing at that point. And interesting. You know, we're super face into each right other. now. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, because yeah. yeah, I didn't have that at all. We it was were just gross friends. teenage talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Casual misogyny. <laughs> sure. I wasn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I did a similar thing where I told her to break up with him anyway. Uh, told, said that she should tell his parents because that felt like the most, I don't know, not like cops. I was like, don't tell the police. I was like, I don't know. Just tell his parents. Like, uh, anyway. But, um, and then in chapter four, I asked her to the prom and said that we should go as a couple. Um, so I kind of did the similar thing. Although I will say me and Travis went to prom as friends together. Actually, this is, this is the truth. 
This yes. is the truth. Not yeah. as a uh, uh, we should be a couple. We're not a couple. We're friends. As actual friends, just because yeah. we were both dorky in high school and had no one else, and we were like, we should go because that'll be we fun. Go. Yeah, we'll have a fun, fun time. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun time. Was, we had a great time. Yeah, well, yeah, it was great. Um, so yeah, get that a limo was, and drink afterwards or what? Uh, we were just at uh, some grad party. Some I think some there was after prom some party. after party, and there was a bonfire. And yeah. I remember getting really drunk. And that's me all. too. <laughs> that's about it. Yep. Someone walked through the fire. Yeah, bit of a blur. Yeah. Remember that? I think so. <laughs> D- didn't see that. <laughs> that sounds like a great time. Are, are you I was puking by a tree. Apparently, I didn't 89. see that at all. We're eighty nines. Okay, yeah. so the same age as the characters in this. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, cool. we are. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, so yeah, I took the similar path as Mike. Okay, so that's Emily's away. What what happened in Evelyn is away? So I think y'all talked about the gravity of Emily's situation being more the uh, more gravity than Evelyn's situation, and I think this chapter proves that Evelyn essentially is just like hey best friend and i'm like oh boy uh and then we talk about like what's gonna happen uh one of her one of evelyn's friends is planning an anti-prom and so uh you by the end of the conversation so say, like, rock. don't do that like come to prom with me and then it eventually comes to like are we gonna go as more than friends and uh then we become boyfriend and girlfriend you know wow interesting job, uh, emily does talk to me though oh she does oh. what's the conversation yes. like uh and I, it, it really feeds into my ending what happens uh emily is like hey it's been a while since we, we've spoken um hey i, I miss you or, or, or not like i miss you in a more than friends way but like hey i miss talking to you and i just fell on my sword and i was like hey i was talking to someone else who also had a big problem I'm so sorry. I meant nothing by it. And then we just end the conversation. And there's there's one really poignant moment near the end uh, where we end up having a nickname for um, each other. And I think with M, it's M. And so I call her, hey, thanks, M. And M's like, could you not call me that? And oh. I was like, oh, no. Ouch. Uh, but we end up talking by the end and leave it with a deuces at the end. Wow. Um, yeah. Now that you mention that, similar thing happened with the other storyline with Emily's way right. where yeah. Evelyn kind of comes back and is like, Hey, we haven't talked in a while. Uh, I kind of freaked out on you. Sorry yes. about that. Maybe that wasn't warranted. And what was actually going on? And Oh, I'm sorry. And like, we, I very much stood my ground though. I was like, no, I'm not sorry. Like I had this going on. You freaked out and I will accept your apology and kind of moved on from there. But yeah, so it actually ended up being pretty similar. Yeah, there was like I think she even like says um, that you you freaked out and you you actually get an opportunity to maybe like shoot yourself in the foot because she's like, well, what were you talking about? And there were like three options, and one was like, well, I promise not to tell, um, like whatever, and like or like, oh, I was dealing with my friend Emily and her boyfriend problems, and like you could have been honest, and I wow, yeah, and I just I used the like to say. Yeah, I said like I promised. I said I promised not to tell. Like same here. But I was I saw that and I was like, "You're trying to trick me into getting Emily to get (laughs) mad at me." That's how I I was. I see you, game. Like (laughs) Uh, all I wanted to say is that one thing I didn't mention in the Evelyn part is she sent me a dope cover. She almost was speaking to me of the phrase "over my head cable car" by a data remember. 
Oh. And I listened to it, and I was like, okay, okay. We have a great question at the end to talk about music, so I'll, I'll leave that there. But that was something I got a huge kick out of. And then a di- The Diary of Jane by Breaking Benjamin played right afterwards, and I was like, yup, let's go. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, the, yep. I had a very similar thing. I was completely honest with her, uh, and I said, uh, I can't tell you, but like it was important, and I promised that I wouldn't share. And... I'm sorry I couldn't be there for you. I really should have been there for you, but I just couldn't be both places at the same time. Like, I think that's, I think, well, the thing that was frustrating for me about my ending, which I think many of us will probably get mm-hmm. to very shortly, is that it felt like there was just, it was just like a lose-lose of like, I, yeah. there's nothing I could have done except say words that were not in the computer for me to type. Um, yes. I'll save my the end of my playthrough until we get there, but okay. no, there is something you could have done. I know, oh. I know, I know, but I'm I'm just saying, like, it felt like I shouldn't yeah. have lost, but I did lose. Yeah, it felt um, unfair for yeah. sure. Yes, that you're yes. like, no, if this was an actual conversation, like we, this would be more nuanced, and I could say, well, I have different feelings about it, and this is how the question was phrased, and this is how I feel, and you know, it's 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 a fluid thing in my life, and I am what seventeen. And you're who just the hell knows? <laughs> it's, you're just but, a manipulator. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a manipulator. I'm oh, yeah. manipulative, <laughs> and I'm just trying to use her, which that hurt. That kind of hurt it my feelings really a did. little bit. It really did. I was um, like, I, that's not me, but okay, fine. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the one thing that I will add because Jacob brought this up, I played pretty much the entire game with YouTube open. Yes. Um, And allowing the playlist to just keep going and rotating between songs. And holy cow, did it just like it it just does so much for for making that time and space of like, oh, man, this Arctic Monkeys song. And then this like, you know, the Stroke song and then just all of these different songs really stitched together this moment in time that for me was like. You know, I was not born in 89, but it was, I was very close and it feels it just felt like it felt like a moment, you know, mm-hmm. I am going to put in the show notes uh, a playlist on Spotify from Jamie Peacock, who took all of the music that you could possibly encounter in the game and put it in a Spotify playlist. And it is super dope. I will tell you, for the last few days, I have been singing Stone Sours Through Glass. Oh, no. And I can't... St- I, I just walk around the house going, I'm looking at you through the glass. <laughs> Don't know how much time has passed. Oh, and I no. can't stop. I can't stop. I was going to share crush, this... L- I'm going to crush that playlist tonight. That's <laughs> feels all so bad for Jess. I was going <laughs> to... I was going to share this later, but when I saw Stone Sour Through Glass... On the playlist of songs. I'm sorry, but if we're talking about things that you pretended to like in order to seem cool, <laughs> Stone Sour is cool. Yeah, it's, not, it's not great. It's not is great. that I song agree. for me. I like that. Totally agree. Honestly, oh. I feel like I had a lot of friends that really liked that song. I feel like I can think of one friend in particular that really liked that song. And I feel like, did MSN Messenger allow you to see what the person was yes. currently playing music-wise? Yes. And yeah. I know that a certain somebody played it nonstop and it was just the one like that just sang it to us no no su- surprisingly <laughs> not um but <laughs> i was all on coldplay at that point my guy okay. like i was all speed of sound coldplay and was one of the songs that rotated through yeah and so like to see that song and i was like oh man the feeling of not liking something and having to pretend to like it to seem cool that is that song 
like down to like even the title, like the name of like Stone Sour. Just I just can't get it's stupid. Yeah. Sounds like I a d- beer. I just sounds like a beer. Dumb. It's not great. It's just dumb. I yeah, that's that one song when you. Oh my god, I can't even. With that, we're gonna me have back. to talk. We're gonna have to talk off pod because I'm not sure who because I I honestly I wasn't on MSN Messenger that much because I was you weren't. No. I was kind of lonery and I was like I don't know I was a little antisocial and like I I don't know I kept to myself a lot. And Lots of drama just, happened on MSN Messenger and you just weren't part of the drama. I was not. No, I was like, tell me when the when we're all just hanging out and everyone's fine. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's where and I just heard about the drama and then you guys would come out to school and you'd be like, this happened. I'd be like, all right, cool. I was in my room listening to like Lincoln Park or something. I don't know. Like I was good. <laughs> doing whatever i was doing but i wasn't on there that much i would like pop in now and then but not a lot see i was the entire opposite i was only ever on my computer i was only (laughs) ever on msn messenger and i was like such a nerd about it that i downloaded all these like extra layers on top of msn messenger that gave you all of these hacks of being able to like easily search your chat logs and like auto download and um you know like force like auto refresh what music you were listening to like i made sure it was optimized perfectly because i spent so much time on it so you're saying you you got good at msn messenger oh (laughs) oh i it was it was that was the best couldn't you go like snake on that program or something you could do everything mind minefield (laughs) yeah you could play you could have shared games you could play games with people on there oh my god yeah 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 so there there was everything there was everything and I had it all and I was I was I was optimized to hell and back. Um so yeah, that was that was me. Uh, the the one for me that like shook shook me to my core was when I opened up Emily's face face nook profile. Um I looked at her list of likes and in the music section was she wants revenge and I was like Wow, my head was just spinning because it reminded me of how much I listened to Tear You Apart by She Wants Revenge. Um, and I listened to it on on the YouTube player inside inside the game. And it it just brought me back to high school in a way that I didn't want to. Um, <laughs> and yeah, holy cow. Holy cow. That's all I can say, quite frankly. Holy cow. <laughs> I would like to credit a story of her pod for asking that exact question um, if we listen to what were your favorite YouTube songs to revisit? And we gave him that answer. So there you go. Well, I did not like Stone Sour, but yes. <laughs> all, you did all at the my time. Friends, you pretended to. That's true. Yeah. Teenage Travis was like, I like it. No, but um, I legitimately liked Rise Against. Like, Rise, oh, yeah. I, I saw Rise Against and I was like, oh my God, Rise Against. I have not heard them in forever. I was so yeah. excited. I've listened but to would, All My Friends by uh, LCD, but... But still, when that came on at the end, I was like, oh, this is it. Let's let it go. Yeah, yeah. no, love it. For Always me, it was, it was Sigaross. When when that when I got a, sent a link yeah. to Sigaross. Of course. I was <laughs> like, of course yes! it is. <laughs> Give me this weird fake Icelandic language. <laughs> That's what I want. <sighs> oh my Would gosh. you say that you heard through glass and you said, oh, God, it feels like forever? <laughs> Jacob. Don't I do this swear. to us. Just because a bad thing happened to you does not mean a bad thing has to happen to us. Oh, I have to say, it's just sitting all alone inside your head. You oh, can, my God. You can sit all alone on this call if you want. And we, we can get out of here if you keep this up. Um, okay. So let's let's move on to let's move on to the ending. Um, yeah. 
who wants to take a crack at I think Jacob because you're you're the you're the lone Evelyn is away what happens in your in your ending yeah so I wonder if my understanding is there are multiple endings that you can get um my ending I would consider a bad ending um because um you know that thing where somebody sends a chat log of you uh what ends up happening is Evelyn says hey I I talk, or Emily talks to you first and says hey I'm so sorry something happened you should talk to Evelyn and I was like, okay, talk to Evelyn and uh, Emily, uh, long story short, Emily sent chat logs of your first conversations where you talk about what you want in your life and they are not congruent between both of them. So I, th- I think I said something like, hey, I want a family or I, like family, whatever to the other one. And Emily sent that chat log to Evelyn and Evelyn's like, everything that you've ever said to me is a lie. Our whole relationship is manufactured and is built on a lie. Therefore, we can't be together anymore. Faye. Dramatic overreaction. <laughs> right? Dramatic. I was like, girl, we have had a great time at prom. We had the best prom. And you're going to tell me that because I'm unsure if I want children, we should break up because everything that we've done is built on a lie. High school drama sucks. That's the only lie that could be brought up in my instance I'm a the good only guy. one i'm like you're telling me that this is a deal breaker that i one point in one conversation with one other human i said something that might be a slight variation of what i said to you and therefore yep. it's all off and i am a fraud and a conspirator and like i'm just out for i don't know whatever teenage boys are out for <laughs> say i think i i that happened it's all built the on game a lie ends. it's all yeah. built on lies game ends and i just almost like like went like like sighed really loudly and just closed the program and i was like i'm done with this like <laughs> I, I got brought back to a place that i didn't want to be at and here we are ending in a similar place to i'm sure many of my high school relationships and also i was anyway, like who's oh. next I was like, oh, I'm good with this. I was like, oh, fine. After we went back and forth for a little bit and she was like, nope, it's all a lie. I was like, fine. Glad I don't have to deal with this nonsense anymore. I'm an yeah. adult now. Bye, Emily. something like college is coming up anyway. So yeah. like, so, I was like, so I guess it doesn't okay. matter anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you don't I guess matter, this love isn't matter. real. Yeah. We're living in the matrix. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was, um, I was, um, I felt that like, bubbling up like that like rising like this isn't fair and like this isn't real and like this um it's like you wanted to rise unfairness of it all and like i felt a little not upset but i felt a little offended at that this (laughs) fake person thinks that i'm a liar and then i yeah and then i was like fine fine if you think i'm a liar fine i guess we're done then the the other thing that it highlighted which i thought was so i don't know like mature in a dumb kind of way like in the very first like conversation you have when you're talking through like what you want in life and what are the things you like what kind of movies do you like stuff like that um for me it was evelyn comes back and says like you know like yeah like i don't know if we could be together we have we have different tastes and things yeah and, you like, like alternative so yeah. we could never possibly be together i'm like this is stupid what is but this conversation was, that's such a like young kid mentality of like you need to like all of the exact same. it's like 500 days of summer when he's so stoked <sighs> to to be with her because and she has such great taste in music like obviously we're meant to be together um and one of my favorite things was i 
think it might have been a conversation I had with Emily. Where she says, like, yeah, like, it's great that, like, we we don't have to like the same things, but we're still so good together. And I was like, oh, like, this is a nice mature revelation. And then, like, a month later, you're telling me because one thing, I changed my mind on one thing. We're suddenly not be, we're not able to be together. Like, what? Um, but, Preach. you know. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised the game allowed us to get together and be a relationship because I thought there would be too much context that the player misses by them having an active relationship that you don't get to see and don't get to know. But yeah, just I knew I kind of knew like you're not supposed to make it to the end, but I'm still disappointed that I wasn't able to. I had the exact same thing as you, Katie. Travis, you're being awfully quiet. Did you get something different that happened? Are y'all done being mad? Yes, yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell us. Happy Did it time. Work for you? And it also, work for you? you so so we've rewritten high school is what you're saying. Kind of. <laughs> um, so at this point, I had not I had stayed friends with Emily the whole entire way. I wow. made up with Evelyn, like we were good. You find the discovery that they were in class together. And when I had a conversation, I was like still friends with Emily and Evelyn was the one I had made mad. And so Emily's like, oh, I talked to your friend Evelyn, blah, blah, blah. And after like, she's like, yeah, nothing. She said nothing bad. Like she had nothing but good things to say about you. And I realized, oh, my God, I must have been consistent across both like conversations the entire way. Even to the point where, like, I said I wanted to settle down and Emily said she didn't want to settle down, but I still was truthful about, like, what I wanted. And because of that, at the end, when we were talking about, me and Emily were talking about, like, oh, like, you're going away to school, I'm going I'm going to school here, blah, blah, blah. It didn't, it wasn't going to work. She was like, I really don't want to lose you. I've never had a best friend like you. I've never had an anyone like you before. And I got three options to select. And one was, maybe we're more, we're just great friends or want a date. And I stood and I stared at that, those three options for a very long time. And I was like, is this my chance? Do I say it now? Do I ruin? I'm like, this is the end of the game. So like, do I ruin it now by possibly suggesting that we date? And I ended up like, and high school me would have never done this. But like adult me would have been like, get them. Well, adult me was like, maybe we're more. And so I said, maybe we're more. And she was like, oh my gosh, I've, I've been wanting you to tell me this for such a long time. I'm so happy. Can, are we going to start dating? Blah, blah, blah. And we ended up dating and being together and we're happy. And that's the end of the game. Like I had a happy ending and I don't know how I managed it. So you're Good telling you. me that because you friend zoned the entire game, yep. that at the end you got, you know, the the golden apple. Yes. He played friend zone simulator and he won. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who would have thought? I know y'all are so it's- mad and I'm sitting here like, man, like I'm I'm okay. Like this didn't hurt me. Like Emily was, is away. One did. Like this the nice did not guy hurt finished me. first. <laughs> it happened. Oh my god! For once, it's true. It's true. I couldn't wow. believe it. I. You know what? It was it was luck because I didn't intentionally maintain my stories between both girls. I just probably didn't end up lying at one point. Or if I did, it wasn't. We didn't it, lie either. Yeah. 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 Lie. That's true. You didn't lie either. God. But it, there was nothing for them to like be mad at. 
about like I didn't say I I actively disliked whatever Evelyn said or actively disliked what what Emily said but it never like ruined the relationship at that point and Emily even made the same comment about um oh we're so different but we're still so close and blah 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 and like but yeah so she had she got excited and she's like can you am I your girlfriend and blah 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 and and yeah we ended on a happy ending and I was like I don't think this was the intended outcome of this game <laughs> I don't think you it was. won friend zone simulator you want well, it you want it because you get those friend percentages at the end right you yeah. get those percentages at the end of yeah. like did you did each of you grab yours yeah I, I got mine. mine okay and, uh, yeah go ahead should we share should we share yeah, what we got yeah. yes okay uh me and 50 50.1 percent talked to emily so it was yes. a pretty good split pretty 50 50 um you and 91.3 percent were more than friends uh and then you and 38.8 percent got the ending that i got so it's a pretty pretty even split in endings which would also Wait, be katie's ending right? i got the exact same ending yeah the exact same splits for sure jacob what'd you get well, Travis, what's your what's okay? Yours like so I got the fifty point one talk to Emily, right? <laughs> and then fifty three point six became more than friends, which is lower than what yours was. Down, I think it's I think it's hierarchical, right? And then so I got two point nine percent got this ending. <gasps> Whoa, you won friend zone simulator two point nine, what? and I saw that you and I was really like, really did win it. I'm like, no one's gotten this. <laughs> Wow. You are Leave the elite. Leave it to Travis. Leave it to Travis. I don't know how it happened. Just being a nice guy the whole way through. I guess. I guess so. And my numbers are like super similar to, to y'all's numbers, except on the Evelyn side, where 49.9% of people talked to Evelyn. Uh, 88% were more than friends. And then 41.1% got my ending, uh, where we ended up in the dark. In this, in this, in both relationships, I guess. Interesting. Um, so, Travis, was it was it the same fifty point one, or yeah. did, did you have a different number at the top? I had the same fifty point one, and then fifty three point six, and then the last one was two point nine. Wow. Yeah. Because you, what does that one say? Is more than friends? Uh, two point nine is got this ending, and then what's the middle one? Um, became more than friends, which I'm assuming. It's because we became more than friends, but later oh, in the game. At that point. Verb yeah. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. Which was yeah. interesting. So. Interesting. interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's a pretty good recap and summary of a lot of our experience with this game. Let's hit some of the questions. We briefly touched on the first question that we got from a greatest story ever pod. Uh, what was your favorite YouTube song to revisit? Um, and did you pursue Emily and Emily or Evelyn. We already know the Emily or Evelyn situation. Do you pick one song? Which is the one that stood out to you the most on YouTube? Jacob, you go first. Stone oh, man. Sour. I know. No, well, hmm? that. Mm. Okay. Oh, so tough. Okay. I love Snow Patrol. Uh, and so hearing like Shut Your Eyes was great. Okay. Shut your eyes so we can. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Katie, what one song stood out to you the most? Um, hmm. So it stood out to me because it was unexpected, and it had the the tag from the user who said, "Uh, it's the the sound of our generation" or something like that. 
And it was the This Is Sparta remix. And I didn't <laughs> expect it. And I had never seen this video before. And I was just like, what is happening? And then I just laughed. And then my spouse was sitting on the couch next to me. And I had headphones on. And I was like, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You have to watch this. And then I turned and we just watched the whole video. And we're just like, what is this? And it was very well done. It was well executed by whoever made that video. And so... Uh, there was tons of great music, and I'm going to crush this playlist tonight. But um, that was my most memorable song from the entire game because I didn't see it coming at all. Perfect. Uh, for me, it was, um, I think it's Favorite Worst Nightmare by Arctic mm-hmm. Monkeys. I think that's what it yes. was. I can't remember I what Arctic track. Monkeys. Yeah, it was, it was just, it just brought me right back to some very uncomfortable conversations over MSN. Um, <laughs> Travis, what song, what one song stood out the most for you? I, I liked a lot of what was here and it brought me back a lot, but I think, and I've revisited a lot of these songs like in recent years, but the one that stood out to me was the rise against prayer of the refugee because mm-hmm. I have not heard that song in so long. Mm-hmm. And once I heard that like initial, like, like at the beginning, it just like, I was just like, rushed right back to high school and I was like oh my god I love them why have I not been listening to them it's like I forgot they existed so if anything it's definitely rise against um was the one for me good answer good answer the next question comes from commander Nikki any uncomfortable memories being brought back to life obviously you don't have to share anything personal this could be simple yes no answer it's just sometimes games they hit a little close to home and (laughs) I think I can speak on behalf of all of us in saying that uh, that this felt this felt this hit, some of these hit very close to home some of these combos just just bringing it back to awkward MSN days the specifics didn't really like I didn't have I don't know I didn't date a lot I was an awkward teenager yeah, I, I'm a I'm a late bloomer as they say <laughs> um, and I didn't talk to a lot of people apparently i had my friends but i wasn't on the msn messenger um but just the 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 feeling of unnecessary drama brought me right back i was like oh god i remember this and people being mad about stupid things and so and so didn't talk to so and so or so and so and did talk to so and just all that stuff of just i'm just so happy that i'm not in high school like don't have to deal with these things so it did it brought that right back of like god that was high school yeah I, I agree with katie um i i said earlier that i had a specific moment where i was on the phone with a friend literally i had the evelyn um emily situation where i was on the phone with another female friend and we were she she was like asking probing questions about like my current girlfriend at the time and i i said something that was probably you know less than savory about her and she was the third on the line. It was like a party line, and I didn't realize. And, no, uh, let's, yeah, and let's just say it didn't it didn't end well for me. Um, I'm not going to get into the details, but it was like eh, blah, blah, blah. I think it was actually like even like the last year of elementary school, like grade eight, not even like high school. You yet. you so, had a girlfriend in grade eight? <laughs> barely. They were they don't. Jake know was out there holding hands in the place. Oh in the my play goodness! Yard, you know? yep. Yeah, yeah. Schoolyard. You know, just holding you know everyone's me. hands. P- player for sure <laughs> Travis know. any specific moments uh probably just the sense of like this weird I don't like the word longing but like the sense of like I really like you 
and I want to tell you how I feel. Oh, unrequited love for sure. Yeah, or even unrequited crushes. Yes, being like I'm just here and you don't even know. Yeah, like just the amount of crushes I had in high school that went for so long of me just being like. I really like this person, but I'm just going to be a really nice friend and maybe they'll notice that. And But being too afraid to say or do anything about it. And then if there was a crush that maybe someone liked me back, I was completely oblivious to it. So that, yeah. Yep. yep. You mean you and your wife? Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might cut that. It's fine. Yeah, that was uh, probably the truth. <laughs> but I guess the one other thing that really stands out, and I feel like this is, it's the same moment in Emily is Away, the original, which is typing something, seeing your character delete it because it's too honest or straightforward, mm. and typing something else that like deflects away from what you actually want to say. Um, or, and I think probably simultaneously, seeing the notification that they're typing, that they pause, that they delete it, and that they type something else, and you can tell it just doesn't, it isn't doesn't answer the question or it doesn't naturally follow. Like they wanted and to say something else and yes. you know it. Oh, oh, the number of those yeah. conversations I had. And boy, did that strike close to home. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think that ends up wrapping up not only our the questions, but a lot of our conversation for the game. I think here's the moment in which we talk about um you know, some of the plugs, some of the things, some of the other places you can find our hosts along the internet. I will start with the man, the myth, the Bob Barker man himself, Mr. Jacob McCourt. Where can the fine folks find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on all major uh, social media platforms at Jacob McCourt, J-A-C-O-B-M-C-C-O-U-R-T. Twitter's probably the place where I can be found the most. I'm talking about video games and, hey, football sometimes, I guess. Um the three of us host another podcast called Cutscenes. It's a video game movie podcast that comes out seasonally. We have three seasons of it out so far. So if you liked this repartee, uh, then you can find that on all major podcasting platforms. Thank you very much. Katie, where can the fine folks find you at? Uh, like Jacob said, I'm on Cutscenes, video game movie podcasts, and I can be found on Twitter. Uh, I am Les Brack, uh, L-E-S-P-E-R-A-K. And that's about it. Yeah, I check about well, well, also. I like. Also, on the Left Behind oh, Game Club, a whole lot more going forward. Oh, yeah. I will be here, uh, yeah, much more often, which I'm very excited because it's just a lot of fun. Love talking that about sounded, video that games. Did, that totally sounded like I had a gun to your head, but that's okay. <laughs> We're going to work on that. We will work You're gonna on that. You're going to be here. You're going to be here a lot. <laughs> we will work on that. It. We'll work on that enthusiasm. Uh, Do you know the next time you're back just off the top of your head month-wise? Is it March or April? I'll be here uh, a bit later in the year more, but I think I'm back in May. Um, and then we're going to do some fun things, though. Um, we are going to play. I don't know if Jacob's going to join us or not. We're going to play a Soulsborne. I don't know which one yet. <laughs> it's to. still kind of up in the us. air. We're, we're debating. But um, there will definitely be me. There will definitely be Mike, like Limo, and we're going to try and get Jacob. So he has well, here's, here's what I'm going to say then. Uh, if we tell us which Soulsborne game we should play and tell yeah. us in the Discord, uh, you can find the link to that at leftbehindgame.club/discord. Uh, just throw in there. Oh my God, you're playing a Soulsborne game? This is the one you should play. We're debating Demon Souls, Dark Souls, or Bloodborne. So just tell us which one. I'd be up to replay any of them. Let's go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Easy. Travis, where can the fine folks find you on the internet? I am on Twitter uh, at Travis Colnett. So it's T R A V I S C O L E N U T T. 
And that is it. Oh, and cutscenes. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Working on those plugs. Working on yeah, those yeah. plugs. The f- uh, in addition to the Left Behind Game Club uh, Twitter at Left Behind Club or our Insta- Instagram Left Behind Game Club, that's easy for me to say. Instagram, um, Instagram, <laughs> or the Discord server at leftbehindgameclub.com or leftbehindclub/discord. Those will both take you right into the juicy Discord with the fine, fine folks. You can find me at RufaloM on most social places online. Um, where I'm still figuring out what we're ultimately going to talk about a lot of places, you know? So, um, yeah, tune in, uh, plug, plug all that stuff. Um, you can find me online on most social places at Rufalo M where I'm talking about video games and trolling my boy, Jacob. Um, you can also find me in the left behind game club discord by going to leftbehindgame.club or leftbehindgameclub.com slash discord and connecting there or on Twitter at Left Behind Club or Instagram at Left Behind Game Club. Um, with that, my friends, is Aragia, and that is one less game left behind. Anything else? Mike's not used to doing this. No, I'm definitely not. (laughs) Anything else I've got to say? Uh, I usually say like, hey, review Ah, on your podcast platform of choice, but you're doing good. You're doing so good. No, no, no. Hold up. Let me me retake that. There'll be some rough retakes for me too, but it's going to be fun. You can find me at Rufalo on... (laughs) Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) We got bloopers, baby. I just thought of a grandma there. We got Instagram. Here I come for your cheeks, little boy. <laughs> hey, I'm Jacob McCord. I'm Katie Lesbrance. And I'm Travis Colnett. We are hosting a brand new podcast called Cutscenes. There are tons of video game podcasts and tons of TV film podcasts, but we're going to bring you the intersection of both and talk about video game, movies, and TV. I know what you're thinking. Aren't most of them not very good? Wrong. Some of them are fine. And we're going to tell you all about them. Make sure to subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice. Follow us on Twitter at Cutscenes underscore pod. And most importantly, give us a listen. See you soon. Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast.